Greetings, 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 greetings. Hope all is well. You're listening to the Educated Guest Podcast, and I'm Justin, your host. Per usual, if you're new, I'm going to start with the new folks first. I know that if you're, you've been here for a while, you know what we talk about, you know what this is about. But for anyone that's new to this community, I want to tell you a little bit about what Educated Guest is. So we, what we are, what this is focused on is education, being an education hub for the multidisciplinary. And that comes in multiple forms. We've done pop-up schools in Atlanta. We're looking to expand outside of Atlanta in person. But most often, you'll find us digitally on this podcast platform. We have three types of episodes, one that's more conceptual on Mondays, one that's more tactical on Wednesdays, and one that's more anecdotal and like case study-like on Fridays. So because it's Friday, you're getting the latter. And this one is super special to me for a number of reasons, because one, like I mentioned in the previous episode, consistency is the new leverage. Consistency is the new leverage. Go and check out that episode. I forget what number it is. And two, so this will be episode number 80. And number two is that I'm interviewing one of my best friends. And as you've seen me and heard me grow throughout this, this, this journey of documenting a public education of sorts, public art education of sorts, he's been like a right-hand man, left-hand man, you know what I'm saying, as we're going along this journey together. And there's plenty of other people that I'll bring on the show that are in a similar boat, who are finding their way, who are being map makers, who are being cartographers, and are enjoying the process as they go. So we don't claim to be experts, but we claim to be experts in the pursuit. So as you'll hear us talk, as you'll hear us go back and forth, we cover a number of topics. We'll talk about the shortcomings of boutique culture and his particular background in high-end fashion. We'll talk about prepping for lunch with Kanye. We'll talk about reflecting on the value of being a straight-A student, potentially, and um, building a learning plan for the future. So all these different things will be covered, and I'm excited about him getting to share his company as well, where he's going after having done so much already. Um, this is an exciting time. New beginnings, never endings. And here we are. Tune in. The most useless thing I know how to do. I don't know. You know what? Like, I know, <laughs> I know, like, when I'm looking at sneakers or something like that, like, if I look at the SKU number, like, I know, like, the last three digits, like, what that means color-wise. Like. Wait, what? Like. <laughs> so, like, if it's, like, if you get, like, a, um, I might know the Air Force One SKU number by heart. Like, it's, like, 315-1122 or something like that. And then, like, there's a dash. It's always, like, a seven digits or whatever. And then, like, the last three um, if it's like white, it's like one 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 or one one three. If it's black, it's like zero zero one. If it's blue, then it's like a four hundred ish color code. If it's red, it's like a six hundred color code. I don't know if that's like written down anywhere, but it's just something that I know that's like over time. <laughs> Bruh, so you might, like, <laughs> but I know that like, I'm never gonna really need to know that. Like, this is a random. It's random. Yeah, I'm trying to think of. <laughs> I don't have anything that's close to that. I mean, like. I think the most common thing I would probably like say for me would be something golf related. Like I know, I know stuff about like this different shafts of golf clubs. 
and there's different types of shafts and like the different how to spec out a golf club basically like i could tell you who it's made for what it's why they made it that way how much it probably costs stuff like that my brother's even better than me because he used to work at a golf store but okay this so you know how to all right when did you learn that how did you learn that somebody somebody i was like like one of my first jobs was like at a in high school <laughs> at finish line. And I thought that was like, I thought that was super cool. Um, and one man just happened to notice like, you know, it's like, Oh, um, oh, it's like the, the color code is like one, one, one. That means it's white, you know? Um, I was like, Hmm, that's really interesting. And then I just started to like go deeper and just like looking to see if it was like, it was the same thing for like other colors. And it is, I think even like for, yellow i think like the the i think it's like 700 for for yellow or like yellow base uh um shoes but yeah it's just something i just kept up with and it's always like made life easy because you can easily like um you would just like easily go in the bag and they're like oh i need like a, a, a black air force one and it's like yeah, they had to lose like the first like first first set of digits are always like the same because like it's supposed to represent like the actual like form of the shoe of the silhouette mm. and then like you'd be able to separate it by like the last like the color code or whatever but sense. like i feel like if i'm not if i'm not in the <laughs> if i'm not a soccer room it's like i don't feel like that's the information i just have now that yeah all right so that's an interesting segue so obviously by the time people hear your voice they wouldn't have they've heard my like little blurb about you and all that stuff but i always tell everybody that comes on the show to give their version of their story. Like, what do you, how would you, how would you describe Elliot? Like who is Elliot and what should they know about you? Just in a brief, you know, paragraph. Mm. Um, I would like to think of myself as a, as a, as a designer, but not in traditional sense. Mm -hmm. Um, but just as a way of, a way of thinking. Um, yeah. Uh, that's that's to keep it short that's probably what i would say right now but um going back to like you know uh, where i came from uh born and raised in like tallahassee florida um grew up in a you know i guess like middle middle class is that a thing um you know parents uh <laughs> parents uh when i was younger um that was attorney mom worked in like healthcare and everything like that um kind of traditional upbringing dad's side of the family was like really heavy in the church um mom got like a little bit more heavy in that in that side like religious but spiritual side like as i got older um you know uh end up leaving going to to dc for school um and then you know moved to atlanta about almost five years ago um all all rooted in like design fashion art like on this like um, this journey, this voyage, and this mission, trying to like you know get an idea off. Mm. Long story short. So what yeah. what what phase of life? If you had to put a chapter name, I'm gonna phrase this question the right way. If you had to name the last two chapters of your life, the one you're currently, including the one you're currently in, and then the one prior to that, what was the primary theme of each one? I think that um, I think that right now, this is the part of like the book. Or the or like this is the chapter where it's just like okay the story the story is actually starting to formulate like it's still a grind like I, I think this this would be like the grind 
this would be like the grind chapter. Like this would be that 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 like that. And um, <laughs> I would say the chapter for that was like the struggle. Like this mm. was like this, that was like the struggle. That was like you know or yeah, like because the, the chapter before I was making some really I made a lot of like risky decisions in in my twenties in my early twenties. That led me to right now, and I'm just now kind of seeing the fact that it makes sense in some way. But there was like a lot of like darkness to where I'm like, man, I don't know if this is my best move um, or not. Like you know, and I really had to like leap out on faith. Mm. And right now, it's like the grind. Like I think it's like right. Like if you're watching the movie, this is right before. This is like right before you know when everything goes good in the movie. That's when they start playing. <laughs> they start playing music. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's all the good times, and it'd be like, oh, you know, it's like you can't tell by the way I want. Like, <laughs> I'm not there yet. <laughs> I'm not right there, but I can see myself getting to that point. <laughs> you know, right before, like, you know, like that. You know, you start seeing like little clips of people shaking hands, like you shake your hand with the guys, yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah. okay, this is getting handled, and a bottle getting popped. It's like I'm yeah. not at that point. But I'm right before that music right starts before. to cue. <laughs> Because <laughs> they always skip like the, the they always like make the good part the good life they always make it like a uh, the length of a song mm-hmm. in a movie and then right after the song ends you know some some it's about to go down like mm-hmm. it's about to get crazy yeah. so um yeah that's 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 where I'm at so I'll say like right now it's the grind really putting in that work like foundation and then like before that was like kind of like the struggle yeah. Mm. I'm cracking up because I know the details of that and it's like there's no better way to describe it. There's no better way because it's not like it's an everlasting song of you're going to reach a point and I think that for the for like quote unquote youngins might be listening or whatever young is like 20, 19 folks listening sort of in that age range because there's probably some 45 year olds listening to us like ah these kids right here <laughs> They just right. don't know. And I'm just like, <laughs> but uh, no, nah, for like the 19, 20 year olds, I think as you're telling your story, one thing they can probably learn from or me like tap into a different frequency is, hey, like <laughs> life is literally a roller coaster. And if you're not enjoying those downhills or like enjoying the ride and strapping yourself in, then, you know, if you're always hoping for there always to be a relief. As soon as you think there's a relief forever and ever, always here come a loop de loop. Here come a, a tailspin. I don't even know what the form. I used to know because I used to play roller coaster tycoon, but uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I used to know the, the formal terms for like the different parts of a roller coaster. But nah, it makes sense. So if you uh, all right, so the grind and then previously the struggle. So tell me what in as in as few words as possible. Describe what it is you do day to day with the Whitaker group and sort of the other roles and responsibilities. And whenever you choose not to brag, I'll brag for you. Okay. <laughs> um, um, currently, I am the site coordinator for Be Social in Atlanta. And so for people that don't know, Be Social is a community engagement space um, uh, that is a uh, rooted in really just giving the community a place and space to, um, to interact and cross pollinate ideas. Um, and if, uh, it's a direct subsidiary, it's like the community engagement leg of social status, another boutique that the Whitaker group owns. Um, and, uh, 
you know, during the day we have our, our quote unquote office hours where um, it's the, 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 the model is similar to when you go to a, a workspace. But the, the great thing about it is that, you know, there's no membership fee, which we have to like re-educate people on because they expect to have like to, to pay for something like that. But mm-hmm. you come in, get on your laptop, you know, if you're a photographer, videographer, or whoever, it doesn't even matter. Um, you know, you just come in, get some work done, or you come through and you just hang out and chill. Like, you know, um, and, and I've had, like, some of the greatest conversations in there. Um, and, uh, you know, and by night, you know, we will have events, curated events that we'll do um, that really is, um, I can't think of a, a better word than, like, genreless. Um, and literally going from each end of the spectrum. If we want to talk about design, if we're doing a design workshop, we're going to do something like, you know, a workshop or a pop-up with like a Nike or Adidas or um, with an artist, or we may have something about mental health or um, how to protect yourself if you're a woman walking alone at night um, or, you know, a yoga class. So it's just, it's really, if you come there and uh, you can, you can really kind of build your own education. Well, that's my goal. Like, you know, to kind of, in my own small way, like rebuild like a curriculum of like the, you know, when we talk about like the school that we never had. Mm-hmm. Um, and so uh, before that, I've been doing that. That's been open since November of 2019. Uh, before that, uh, I was managing uh, GM over at uh, Ama Meyer, which is our um, high end luxury retail boutique. Um, and that has, you know, brands like, you know, your Off-Whites, your Cold Walls, your Gods, uh, Rap Simmons, Margiela. Um, and that was done for a year. And then in the year before that, where I got my start with the group was that social status and um, starting with them. Uh, and I did that for a year as well. Uh, so I, <laughs> I pretty much touched all the, all the, the, uh, the business that, that the group could offer, like in Atlanta at this point. Yeah. Which is like, you know, it's cool. So, yeah. Yeah, it's weird kind of reflecting. I'm I'm going to ask you off the off kilter question. What's the difference between Elliot with the dreads and Elliot without the dreads? <laughs> <laughs> um that when you know, you know what it is? Elliot with the dreads is like, you know, when I started growing it like um that's like the beginning of the new chapter of the grind. Uh, I could say that like that was like when that's when I really started to have like some belief in myself. Um, and that's what it represents. Like it represents like the growth and, you know, my time. Cause I started growing it when I started working with social status, mm-hmm. which is interesting. Um, but yeah, it, it, it's definitely a much more, it's just a representation of like how I see myself. Um, and, you know, one of the bigger things is that, you know, I think that, People and companies and the world at large, they just, I think that um, they're not used to seeing us look like this and be able to handle business at the same time. I think we talked about this like like a year ago um, uh, in LA and just like, you know, um, the locks, like I have a tooth gym, you know, but the, the idea behind it is like kind of putting that fire on yourself. Yeah. So you have to be like really good. Because, bro, if you're walking in, with a two gym <laughs> and, and <laughs> you better be fired. Like you yeah. better be fired. Like also I with Michael Jordan, like, you know, when he, when he decided like, Oh, I'm not going to follow like the, uh, the uniform rules. And you know, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a wear my own sneakers. I'm gonna put my shorts. Like I'm gonna wear my shorts like a little bit baggier. It's like, 
only he could do that because he was Michael Jordan. He was really tight. So mm-hmm. uh, that just like keeps me like on, on point, like uh, like almost like trying to fight like with one hand behind your back. Mm. Yeah, I'm gonna back up a second in the story and ask a question about your opinion on education. So thinking about what I know about your journey in high school, you know, IB school, IB classes, getting scholarships, getting into the schools you want to go to college wise, but also kind of doing it in what I understand to be a more tongue in cheek way. Like I'm doing this not because I think it's important. I'm doing this because others think it's important and I want them to leave me alone. How would you, how accurate is what I just said? And then secondly, as a follow-up, how important is that journey, whether you like to do it or not? How is it, how important is high school and getting good grades and that, whether you like it or not? Uh, um, see, I, I think there's like a, a little, a little bit of both in that. Like, uh, I see the, the value in both. Like, you know, um, the way that I grew up, man, like, you know, I love to learn, but I really like school was first school came easy to me mm-hmm. and I always did well, but it was because, um, you know, um, uh, my mom was on me about it, man. <laughs> my mom was on me about school and, you know, um, as I get older, I understand a lot more, but it was a lot of like, you know, I'm going to get this done. So you can just leave me alone. Mm-hmm. Like, and like, just, like, just, okay, I'll get it done. I'll get it. Okay. Yes. Mom. Okay. I got it. Like, yes, I did the homework. Yes. I got the project done. Yeah. Fine. All right. Cool. Um, can I go, but play? then, you know, <laughs> no. yeah. Can I please go play? Like, can I, can I, <laughs> Mom, I'm, I <laughs> you know, that this time, like, which, like, you know, um, Halo is popping right now. Yeah. So I'm just like, I'm trying to get back to Halo, you know, and do what I want to do. It's just like, man, like it will be okay. And, um, but I understood the value, you know, like she really like, you know, being out, like you brought up IB like that, that definitely gave me a, a leverage to understanding how to deal with, you know, and be able to be comfortable around different groups of people, mm-hmm. you know, because I was like one of two or three like black males in the class at all times. Um, and that was just for the entire program. So like not just in the classroom. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, just just being like a little bit more cultured and like understanding, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, Asian culture, East Indian culture, you know, African culture, and just like you know their households and and and, and why did they do the things that they do? Um, and you know, as I get older, I appreciate it more and more. Um, and then you know, when you have to go to these colleges, like you know, it does it does give you leverage. Like when you have to go, like, you know, you want to apply, it does give you leverage to be like, okay, I can go to this place and that place. Um, so yeah, man. But at the same time, bro, I wanted to, I wanted to go to art school mm. really bad. Like I really, there was a school in Tallahassee man called like sale. And I thought that was like, I was like, man, that's so cool. Like, what do you get to do in there? You know, I really wanted to, you know, understand, you know, um, art and painting and um graphic design and uh coding wasn't like a big big thing yet but just just you know just just having like that that foundation and i always wanted to know that but you know um you know growing up in the south and growing up in a traditional household it's just you know my mom was definitely just trying to you know and everybody not even just her like you know everybody around me just wanted the best for me 
and they were trying to give me options that um, would be the most feasible, you know, or just like, you know, oh yeah, like, all right, you want to do, um, you know, you want to do art, you want to do design, like, well, just try to be an engineer, mm. you know, and I, and, I re- and I really thought about that, like, it was like, oh, be an architect, and you know, yeah. I really thought about that, and I really like I, I I originally applied to to college uh, to be like an electrical engineer, mm. and um, yeah, man. But that's that's you know, so it, it that there has been like some some feeling of like derailment uh, uh, because of that time, and um, I'm just now I'm just now started kind of to get to a point to being like a peaceful with it. Um, but there is, there is a part of me is like, man, I could have went through this like at, you know, 20 versus 28. Like I could have been got this part of the story out the way. Like, yeah. uh, but Hey man, it is what it is. Like, and, and, um, you know, I'm grateful for it. Like overall. Ah, for sure. For sure. It's, it's probably, there's probably a lot of people listening to the show. I know I've shown you people who DM me and email me and that sort of thing who, uh, really resonate with this idea of being, of a self-taught art education path and sort of like this continuous art education and what that looks like, what that might look like. And a lot of people are gravitate towards, you know, the show and what's going on with the community here because of sort of like a tent and an understanding of quote unquote streetwear or whatever that, whatever that means, understanding of hip hop and understanding of an undertone of, of, of black culture if you want to just go ahead and dive into that. My question out of this is um, for the, for the 19, 20, 21 year old pursuing um, a career in streetwear, right? A career as a manager at Kith, a, a career as a manager at Man Year, a career as, you know, a, a buyer or whatever it might be. I mean, you've touched on pretty much every type of facet inside of the highest, highest, echelon of that with the Whitaker group. And I'm curious about one thing you wish was different about boutique culture and maybe a cautionary tale to give to uh, the 19, 20, 21 year old. Y'all not that cool. Mm. That's, that's what I I want. I want everybody y'all like, yes, y'all are cool, but y'all not that cool. Like there's, there's this air you know, it's almost like the opposite end of the spectrum of like when you would go into a Dior store, mm. you know, like how you, you know, as especially like, you know, people that look like us, like, you know, we're kind of like nervous to go like, oh, we used to be, let me say that. Cause I'm not nervous. We're not nervous to go in there no yeah, more, yeah. but we used to be, we used to be scared to go into the Louis Vuitton store and, you know, and just browse around because of this air. Like, man, I don't know if I should be here. Like, I don't know if I got my stuff together. Like I'm not falling out. So the other end of that in boutique world, it's like, oh man, I don't know if I could even talk to, you know, the, the, the people that work there because, you know, they're so cool, mm. you know, like these, like, man, they got, <laughs> man, he got the, he got the off-white blazers on, you know what I'm saying? With the cold wall pants and the, and the fear guard top. And, you know, he just, he on the phone chilling and, you know, I, I said, what's up to him? He gave me like a real, like soft handshake or whatever. When I'm just like, you know, I'm trying to, yo man, like that got to stop. Cause that's not it, yeah. you know. Um, and I and I've gone through that, you know. And so I always remember. I'm, I remember just making a point to being uh, uh, approachable on purpose as mm-hmm. much as I could, like trying to make myself as approachable as I could be. Um, 
because I, I went through that, man. Like, you know, like I, that was the one thing that, you know, I, I wish that would change about, about booty culture. Like just, you know, making people feel welcome mm. when, when they come in there, because you know, you know how it is, man. You walk in, yeah. you have, I'm trying to have a conversation and they, they just like, they just acting like, you know, like you, you beneath them in a sense. It's just like, bruh, like at the end of the day, this is retail. You know, like right. let's 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 keep, let's keep it up. Like <laughs> yeah. these clothes, bro. Like these are the highest clothes. These are like this. This is this dope, but yeah. bro, nah, man. Like nah, you okay, we get it. So, um, yeah, man. Like you know, and now and now I know that like you know that kind of discouraged me. Um, early on, like I remember seeing like you know when you go to skate shops and mm-hmm. you know there was like, douchebag esque you know, uh, uh, feeling in the air and, you know, like I, I fell in love with sneakers through SBs mm-hmm. and like, remember the first time I saw like the, uh, uh, the, the red, was it the red lobsters? It was the red lobsters or the blue lobsters. You know, they had like the rubber band on the toe. And I'm like, yo, that's crazy. What is that? And, you know, never being able to find it. And when you go in there, you know, you ask a question and, and when you, that's the thing, when you ask a question, when you're trying to learn yeah. about blue, culture it's like if you don't know everything already you get looked at like like snobs like oh bro. like yeah well you don't know like like no i don't know bro it's 2007 like right <laughs> <laughs> it's not like it's like readily available yeah. like instagram and you can go find it wasn't like um like uh 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 uh, uh the, like the owners of, of Susie and Supreme just had like Instagram accounts and you can right. go just find it. Like you didn't know who you didn't, even, you didn't even know what they looked like, to be honest. Like you, <laughs> if they were walking on the street, you'd be like, oh, I think that's Jeff Stable, but like I don't really know for real. For real. Exactly. So it's like, um, that's, that's, that's my biggest thing, you know, like with, uh, with boutique culture that I, I don't really subscribe to. Um, you know, and it's, and it's interesting, like even if, you know, it's crazy. Like, I, like I've been at a social, I've been at a, a man year, and I still get that. Like, I talk to other, you know, boutique leaders. You know, I, I, you still get that vibe. It's like, bro, come on, we come from the same place. <laughs> so, yeah, man, it's it's, it's kind of whack. It's lame. If any of you guys are listening, you know, stop that. Uh, but for like the 18, 19, 20 year olds, um, you know, looking to you know infiltrate that situation, man. Like, I mean. The way that I did it was uh, when I was living in D.C. at age 20, um, there was a boutique uh, called like uh, Commonwealth. They're still there. Um, but I went to Commonwealth every week mm. on the week for like two months straight. And I just asked the manager, like, yo, do you need help? Mm. Yo, do you need help? Yo, do you need help? Uh, shout out to Roland. And um, <laughs> yeah, he finally just got tired of me. And then he let me just work for free. Uh, and that's like that's what it was and I, I had to work I worked for free for Commonwealth for a year straight um, yeah. while I'm going to school and while I have a job at uh, Nike like on M Street damn I didn't even know that but uh, this is when like yeah man like this is like when Pyrex just came out Pyrex yeah. is like uh, bro that Pyrex is like Vir- Virgin was just now like just kind of starting like Ben Trill just came out that was like around that era I was literally at like, 2012 like uh, black scale when ASAP Rocky was coming out, so this mm-hmm. is like during like the boom, like black scale Mishka, um, Diamond Supply, right? Uh, 
all of that, man. Like, and I, I remember that like, era. That was a good era because I remember the first time I really saw Pyrex on a broad scale was when Ye performed at. I don't. It was like two things. I can't remember exactly what the show was, but remember there was like the twelve, twelve, twelve performance. There was like a huge concert series called twelve, twelve, twelve because it was supposed to be the quote unquote end of the world when it lined up like that. I don't know if you remember this, but it was a whole thing in 2012 where that was supposed to be the end of the world because it was the end of the Mayan calendar. And yeah. I, I remember Ye had a performance and he had the Pyrex shirt on or he had the off-white. No, he had the Pyrex shirt, the flannel wrapped around his waist back when folks was doing <laughs> that. <laughs> and like, yeah. which is a whole, this is a whole other thing. It's like, damn, I haven't seen no, I haven't seen anybody like with that look. <laughs> that's, that's, that's a rap hole. We're we going to talk about the Ye, <laughs> the Ye lookbook. Oh, yeah, the Yay look. So, speaking of that, all right, so we've mentioned Pyrex, Virgil. We've mentioned uh, Yay a little bit. We've mentioned, we haven't talked about Pharrell. We haven't talked about Jerry Lorenzo. You talked about Fear of God. So, kind of, sort of, who else is on the Mount Rushmore of fashion from a, with, of a person who's of African-American descent? Let's start there. Okay. Um... Yeah, you had to say Jay Lorenzo. You had to say Kanye West. You had to say Samuel Ross, um, Pierre Moss. Uh, you would have to say Virgil Abloh. You would have to say um, Aaron Preston. Um, and you would have to say, um, oh, gosh, Dad, I'm drawing a blank. Jesus Christ, uh, and and it's, and it's and it's a female designer, and I can't believe I'm like drawing this blank right now. Um, gosh, man, I, I I can't think of it. It's uh, this is killing me. But so but that's we'll just, that's, we'll just punch like, we'll just punch it in like we in the studio. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah just record it later. <laughs> yeah, yeah, man. Yeah. But punch it in. Yeah. Oh, um, oh, uh, but yeah. So that's that's like those are like the main guys right now. Mm. Um, that 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 I see personally um and all those guys have a very unique um, approach to fashion right now that is um recognizable and um and just and and just really making a mark on on, on fashion as a whole um, not just like streetwear fashion because like streetwear man that's that term man that's 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 getting that's that's dying man that's like i, I don't know i I think it should just be fashion, like how, like you know, if we're talking about like hip hop or rap or something like that, it's just like nah, this is this is music, you know, mm-hmm. um, like how kind of like how Tyler was like Tyler was getting mad about how he got he won the Grammy for like um, best best like urban album or whatever. Yeah, um, that's 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 how I feel about that when like the word like streetwear is like kind of coined to those to those designers because um, all these guys they're really designing and they're really it's not like you know streetwear would be in a sense of like you know you just like copying something on a on a t-shirt to me like yeah. you know just like going straight off the like gildan or straight off the the champion but nah these are like cut and sew brands these are brands that like are recognizable by the silhouette right and if you can that's when you know you have an identity as like a fashion brand if you have a silhouette that's like like you know a yeezy silhouette like you know if somebody came in some yeezy clothes Without any branding at all, you know, like, yo, that looks like, that used like Yee season three. That mm-hmm. looks like Young Thug wore that in Madison Square Garden. Nah. For- 
<laughs> nah, for real, for real. Like, and there's actually an article I love. I forget who wrote it or where it was, but it's like the top five to ten recognizable silhouettes in fashion. And Ye's silhouette was on there, and it was like right alongside. Uh, My bad, Martin Rose. Martin Rose. Ah, That's- yeah, she's fired. Martin Rose. Yeah. Yes. That okay. My bad. She's like black. She's a black woman in um. In Europe, I don't know where exactly. I I want to say like London, mm. but don't quote me on that. Because her like her pastel choices are crazy. Like I love her colorways. I love the color choices. Every every time I because I remember there's this like green hoodie. It's like a uh, it's almost like a sea sea foam hoodie. <laughs> that <Yeah>. was fire. <laughs> that was fire like last year. And you know I don't. I'm not a fashion head. I just I like style. I have my I have my style. Like if I were to style somebody else, you're gonna end up looking like me. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, but, but yeah, I keep track a little bit. But all right. So you got you got that sort of Mount Rushmore. If you could if you could have lunch with any one of them, who would it be? And what would you want to know? I'm definitely sitting down with Ye. Like, no questions asked. Like I'm sitting down with him just because all those people that I named have come from the school of Kanye. Like they have gone through it all. He is the root of all of that. So, you know, you got to get to the root. And I would, I think right now, what I want to, what I want to know more than anything, man, is infrastructure. I want to know how his infrastructure works and how do you build infrastructure? Um, Because how he's running around, or how he was running around in 2013, Jesus era, like, yeah. oh man, I need the factories. Y'all not helping me. <laughs> I got these ideas, man. I'm sitting down with the with the owner of Payless, and <laughs> he's trying to tell me about what I should do, and I'm telling him that he got shitty product. <laughs> like, I li- I forgot all about the Payless situation. Bro, I'm he was really you, on Payless head. He was really he was on like, bro, he, he sat down with everybody, like you know, and it's crazy because. He gets looked at like this egotistical guy, but he was taking a meeting with everybody. He went to every radio station, mm-hmm. like, and um, yeah, I just really want to understand the infrastructure because right now I think that, um, you know, uh, after you put enough like work in of like you know creating ideas and all that stuff, it's like the question comes about less. Oh, is this idea going to work or this looks good? Because at the end of the day, random enough. Uh, like in 2012, he probably would never remember this, but Currency had like a a, a, a a tour stop in Baltimore. Ended up going. I was just like trying to like you know get into the industry, and I was like interviewing like a couple of artists there, and I found Nessie Fifth. I don't know if anybody's listening remembers who that is, but Nessie Fifth. I talked to him, and I was like, "Yo, you got any advice?" And he was just like, "Yo, just keep putting stuff out because somebody somewhere is gonna like it. Mm-hmm. No matter what it is, somebody somewhere is gonna like it." And that stuck with me. Then and 10 years later. And so knowing, and he was right. And knowing that it's less about like how it even looks. It's like more so like, how do I build an infrastructure that can allow me to create and do this for the rest of my life? Mm. And I want to know how that works. Like, I want to know what is your deal with Adidas? Like, how does that tie into Yeezy? Did you sell Yeezy? at a certain point now you bought back a share or you have some type of equity in it how does that work 
you have a factory. What does that mean? Yeah. How like like how many people do you have on payroll? What does that cost? What is it for manufacturing? Mm-hmm. Like, how do you set up these business deals? How do you like? What are you really saying? Because I I don't want to say I know, but I would like to think that you're not running any meetings talking crazy like how you talking in these interviews. Like, who is on your business team? Yeah. What's mm-hmm. going on, bro? Like, I want to like, know what like, is going on. How, yeah. Yeah. That that that's what I want to know. I, that's and that's the only thing I think that's like the missing piece for you know you know what we're trying to do like what, what I'm trying to do um and and that's like the main thing for creators in general like we just don't know how the business works in totality like it's not like uh uh evidently just like transparent um like like other businesses are mm-hmm. so that's that's what I really want I want to I want to know I want to really badly. And, uh, yeah. And I want to know like where he keeps his beats. Like I want to know, I want to know how, like, I want to know, I want to know what happened to Turbo Graphics. <laughs> I do too, I, bro. I, I, want, I want those leaks. <laughs> I do too. I want to know. I need him to tell me where that is at. You need to stop playing. Yeah. Where is Turbo Graphics at, bro? It's where like, is bro, So Help Me God? Because <laughs> I know you I know you got So Help Me God. Bro, I was really looking at his, um, catalog yesterday i went back and listened to what's that uh there's a song that he did with john mayer that didn't make it on graduation what is it called um bittersweet bittersweet something bittersweet something. john mayer it's just called bittersweet yeah so i went back trying to find that and then i just was scrolling through i was like bruh you have done so much music you may and you really look at the years on the albums, right? You look at, uh, you did really after the Taylor Swift thing, you just went into like work mode because at that point he did like, he did a, he had beats on every album in 2009 for the most part on everybody else's mm-hmm. album. Meanwhile, he's working on dark fantasy and watch the throne at the same time. Meanwhile, let's not forget. He made, <laughs> he was making stuff with big Sean at the time. He had his whole label. <laughs> He had Pusha T and he had probably like five, six, seven albums in that same time frame. He's working on stuff. Meanwhile, Watch the Throne and Dark Fantasy on deck. And then he did Good Music, Cruel Summer or whatever. And I can't. What's the what's the name of the film? And then what's the name of the album? I never I never liked that album for real for real, besides the Kid Cudi song, to be honest. But it's um, Cruel Summer is the album. And something Winter is the is the film with the nine screens. Yeah, I, I I don't know. I think I just know it was, it was shot like in Qatar or something like that. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, don't, I don't remember the name. Of, I don't remember the name of the uh, of. The, it might have been. I think it's. I think it was of the same name. Like, I think it was like Cruel Summer. Like, mm. and just like it was just like it was just like a Cruel Summer, like just for the album and for the uh, for the short film, and then like Cruel Winter was supposed to come out, and then. Travis Scott lied to us and said that he was going to do it again. He didn't forget about that. You got on Ebro and you said you were going to bring out Cruel Summer. That was like two years ago and it never happened. I'm tired of y'all lying to us about when that's coming out. But yeah, bro, like, uh, that, and you know, now that you broke it down like that, that was like a really intense three year span for him because you're right. Like, he dropped Star Twist of Fantasy, had good music popping. I think that was the era too. He wasn't doing no interviews. He did the short film for Dark Fantasy. Mm-hmm. 
that, and the, re, the reason I'm naming all that is because it's like uh, during the uh, the Adidas the Adidas situation too. Yeah, because Adidas situation wow. was like late 2012 going into no, it was like 2013 going into 2014, sort of kind of. Around the Jesus era is basically when it was going on. But it's crazy because when you're talking about infrastructure, you you know, like we talk all the time and we know more than we we uh we share, right? Like we know the basics of business. What we're talking about with infrastructure is how to get get it to a point to where you can operate at scale and at a work rate like that. Because right. Yes, like, all right, I know how to make one album. Yes, I know what the infrastructure takes to get one, maybe one or two seasons of a clothing line out. And, you know what I'm saying? Like, some of it's cut and sew, some of it's screen print, some of it's this and the third, whatever. But how do you get eight albums, nine albums made? You probably made, like, I don't know how you're making the beats. So, like... If there's nine albums, every album has 10 songs, that's 90 songs. That means, let's just multiply times three. (laughs) That means you had to make at least like 200, 270, 300 beats that you were deciding between for that album, for, for those albums, times like the amount of beats you were listening to from other people. So you probably listened to or made about 1,000 to 2,000 beats in that period of time. Not to mention how many how many times you were sitting down in front of a mic to actually record something. Yeah. So how many how many studio sessions and who is booking those sessions and how many meetings are you taking with these people who are in charge of your infrastructure to manage that stuff? Like I'm I'm 100 with you because it's at a point now where the older we get, the less I the more I understand that you can't do it all. So I'm no longer looking at mm-hmm. at Kanye, at Virgil, any of these people like bro, like. You really sat down and made, I think probably the last time I, I thought he made something for real, for real, like soup to nuts, start to finish is probably some of the stuff on Dark Fantasy, maybe. But even then, it's like you you got the idea started and then you just kind of pass it a Q-tip. Um, yeah. But no, it's, it's weird. Like the infrastructure is key. And that actually leads me to the next question about when you look at heroes, when you look at people that you really, really admire, where do you think your line of questioning stops? And I was get some context for this is in the matrix and, you know, just just take the matrix and any other cyberpunk film. So matrix, you naturally have a decision between these pills at any given point in time. If we keep going in the direction that everybody's going right now, you're eventually going to find out something. Where do, what do you not want to find out? What do you just? Where do you just want to keep ignorance as bliss and keep your uh, keep your innocence, if you will? Person, like personal stuff. Like I don't. I'm not. I think that um, you know, from for for my heroes, like you know, it's none of my business to know, you know, how like what your what you and your wife are doing or what you're doing with your kids and like you know, uh, like all all your interpersonal relationships. Like that's not really that's not really what I want to know. Um. And, you know, it all, like, it kind of go, it, it's kind of fall into that, like, you know, do you really want to meet your heroes? Or, like, what do you say, like, don't meet your heroes type of situation. Yeah. And I, I, I feel that to a certain degree because, you know, if I'm being honest, you know, I'm starting to look at my heroes as, like, 
not even heroes, it's just people that haven't done it longer. Mm-hmm. So uh, they've done it longer, and they've they've probably sacrificed more than I have, and they've been they've been more willing to sacrifice. Like okay, where a situation where I probably went out to the you know to the whatever whatever cool event for the night you know what i'm saying um if 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 my hero was in that situation they would have been at home working on working on whatever you know Mm -hmm. what i'm saying cutting up that fabric or making that beat or doing or doing that so like that's 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 the mode i'm going into like you know and then that's that's like that's like the scary part in it because like you know the more you learn the more the magic is being lost so it's like i'm starting to like kind of lose that that magic of like oh man all he did was like you know like he just works you know it's not even it's not even that deep like and you know um yeah man and and i and i just see i see a lot of that like right now i see a lot of uh 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 you know um a focus on on like trying to meet like the heroes because like now i mean you know you and I, like, you know, we, we, we will, we'll go out and we'll see people and we'll, and we'll see people that we really like. Like we just saw people last weekend and we're just like, Oh, cool. Yeah. So, you know, that was such and such. And it doesn't really even mean much anymore. And it's like, man, I don't know how to feel about that. Like, should it mean more to me or should it not? Because when I look at those, when I look at any of those people now, it's like, nah, like you kind of slig like competition at this point now, mm. you know, now, now it's like, you know, the heroes is like, you know, um, What's, what's that saying? I don't, I don't know when, like, you know, when your heroes turn into, it, I uh, guess you're, not uh, your foe, but. It's uh, like your idols become your rivals. Idols become rivals. You got an AI yeah, playing like, survival. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's that old That's Drake where he was, really on, he was really, like, at people's heads, like, trying to come up with the backpack. Man, bro, he he been sniping for a minute, yeah. like a decade straight. <laughs> he been sniping. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's how I'm feeling. It's like, man, nah, like. Nah, like, you know, I, I could do that too. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like that competition, like, feeling like, man, I could do that too. Like, so, so what is it? What is that? What exactly are you doing? Like, oh, uh, how, how are, how are you getting these ideas? I'm like, what, what is, what is the infrastructure? Because now, you know, um, with the information that we have and the amount of work that we're putting in is going into a situation where, um, you know, we, we, we can, we get it more confident mm-hmm. and we're seeing ourselves being able to be like, oh, okay. If, if you position yourself in this manner, and you really want to, you know, uh, uh, attack and, and, and really build something and build a, a company and build a, a, a situation to where you can sustain and you can be the best at whatever, whatever vocation that you want to choose. You start to, the distance between you and whoever you look at starts to shrink in proximity. Yeah. And when that starts to happen, the, it's almost like the, the, the glow starts to, to wear off on those people. Mm. Um, and that's, that's what I think that, that, you know, that, that I'm going through at this, at this current moment, like, you know, it's more of a, you know, of a respect thing. It's more of a, it's turning from admiration and like, you know, um, uh, idolizing and it's just turned to more to respect, you Mm. know, and, uh, just to answer your question more directly, like, you know, going back to, to, to what you were saying, it's, it's less about. I don't, I don't need to know, I don't need to know about all this gossip stuff, all this, uh, all this other things. I don't, I don't, I don't need to know all that. You know what I'm saying? I just need to know like, yo, how are we making this work? And, uh, because at the end of the day, if, if you can do it and I can do it too. Mm. And so that's, that's, that's really the mindset that, that I'm, that I'm taking now. Like anybody that I've ever looked up to, 
it's it's like a matter of oh if I just focus enough time on it, then we could get there. So yeah, for sure, for sure. Nah, man. Like I'm gonna let that breathe for just a second because you said a lot. You said a lot, and I wanna I wanna pivot a second and talk about your your personal ventures, where you're looking to take things long term with it. And by personal venture, I'm talking about R&D as a modern art museum. I was just, I'm on the Instagram frequently, you know, just scrolling, scrolling through, just making sure that I'm, I'm staying tapped in with a higher taste level is really why I do it. Arena and Pinterest get overwhelming, but a curated taste level of stuff that I actually want to be inspired by is, is right there for the taking. So I'm curious about what your daily meditations are on it. I don't, we don't need to know plans. We don't need to know what's happening next, but what's the daily meditation or spirit behind it? Uh, man, um, really just, and I'm glad you said that, man. I appreciate you because really like that response is, you know, that's, 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 that's what I'm looking for. Mm. Um, I really want to help make, uh, just neat styles of art and design just more accessible. And I want to help like raise the taste level overall. And, you know, um, I'm just constantly thinking about that 10 year old, 11 year old version of me that really felt like I needed to go to New York to see these things, like mm-hmm. to just be able to see these things or hear these things and be able to go to these things and have access. That was just like, it was so much more difficult. Like you had to like take a trip to go see the MoMA. Like I, like at one point I was confined to the museum and the curation standards of whoever was running the museum in Tallahassee. Yeah. You know, and it's like, how do you make that more approachable? And, uh, you know, I'm starting to really get uh, inspired by, you know, the whole nature versus nurture conversation. And it's like, you know, like where R&D is, is, is deeply uh, inspired by like science and lab and it's, it's interesting because I hated science growing up and I keep saying I know I told you the story before and um you know I tell the story all the time about how uh yeah I hated science growing up but is it because I actually don't like science or the the, the methodology behind it or is it because it wasn't presented to me in the right way hmm. you know and you can apply like the scientific method to other to other forms of art like to other studies to other research and yeah, man, you know, like it, just, just understanding how all these things work, like just sensory, uh, sensory pieces, like how, how, how does color affect your day? How does, how do numbers, how does type, how does form and, and shape and, and, and all these things interact together? Because, you know, there's not enough of a conversation about, uh, really great design. And, and the reason why there's no conversation on, uh, a lot of competition on great designs because if it's great design, one of the rules from, from Dieter Rams, one of the principles is that great design is invisible. Hmm. So if it's doing what it's supposed to do, you're not even supposed to notice it. Hmm. So I'm not supposed to notice that, you know, like, cause nobody ever really like, or I really have conversations about why or how great or how much thought got put into you going to the airport and there is enough, like, it was thought out for you to get from 
your house to the airport, drop somebody off, go this way, go that way. It's it's a lot of it's a lot of things going on. People coming in and out at a crazy rate. Right. And but somebody had to design that. Like who designing who 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 was who was doing these things? And but if it if it was wrong, then you would notice. If if your doorknob started to stop stop working, you'd be like, oh man, what's what's up? What's up? What's, up, what's going on with the door now? What's over the door? Like, yo, why is it not working? Yeah. But you walk through a hundred doors a day and you don't never say, you never, you never say like, man, I'm glad that door worked. Mm-hmm. But somebody spent their entire life figuring it out. And I don't know who that is. So it's democratizing, you know, the, the spirit I'm hearing is this democratization of, that's a big word that I didn't even, I don't, I don't, I don't think I've used that in a sentence <laughs> in a minute, <laughs> but democratization <laughs> of, um, of art and design education as it relates to your everyday experience with it. So when you're, when you got it. So when you, when you, as it exists right now on Instagram, what is, what is the actual Instagram tag? Cause I know that there's a couple of underscores in there. Like, what is it actually? It's research development underscore. Got you. Yeah. So for people, people listening, like the reason that we can, talk about it a little bit in a nebulous fashion is that there's a lot of proof in the pudding when you go to that Instagram you see what is what's been going on for the past how how old is it a year two years it'll be a year in April mm. it'll be a year in April um and so it started off as like you know separate and then you know just finding like and when I say separate like with the radio show and the Instagram you know they were just kind of two separate things that I was doing but I found a way to kind of connect it to and and as I add more pieces and legs to the company, I want to like kind of keep that in mind, like how one influences the other. And so um, now, right now, all the pictures that you see, if you go on this grid, you know, the grid of you know each episode for the radio show is inspired by a color. Mm. Right now, um, and so you know, asking yourself the question, you know, what does the color orange sound like? You know, what does that mean? What BPM is that? Uh, like what what artists like you know can you visualize that you know anybody that has like synesthesia like our heroes you know they have like synesthesia and they can like see sound and stuff like that and and what does that mean and, and then how does that and how do you how do you gather that together and how does that influence the next thing mm. and um and it's not even just stopping that color like right now I'm getting into you know um it's like the last grid that I just made this is like really like up close like almost uncomfortable you know, images and shots, like, uh, like extreme portraits in a sense. I don't know if that's a real term, but it's made it up, but like, you know, just like a, a closer picture of the, like, all you can see is like a person's eye and their lips and their nose and that's it. Or you can just see like their shoulder or their, just their neck. Yeah. And, you know, the thought process with that is like, how do you tie that in music? And I was thinking like, oh man, well, um, maybe we can find music that's really like almost in your face and uncomfortable. So, what music is that? Maybe that's, that's punk rock. Maybe that's, you know, um, hardcore rap, you know, that's, um, you know, those, those ballads that, you know, that we love that really like bury your soul and like really, you know, uh, it's, 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 it's almost microscopic in a sense. And, you know, how is that going to affect what, what BPM does that look like? You know, what if we, it, it what if we took, um, you know, um, I'm, I'm studying like the, the, the Helix bridge in Singapore, and, um, you know, making that connection with like, you know, the best bridges, you know, in music, mm. you know, like, well, what are you, what are your favorite bridges? And then trying to find two hours worth of like, that's the, tar- with- that's the hardest part, bro. Like, I don't think people understand truly how hard it is to 
curate two hours of music. Two hours. Like, not even two hours of like, oh, well, I just found some songs and they all in a playlist and this is the month of this is the month of February. Like this is two hours of I think this song should go next. And right. it's not and I think the fact that you're doing it with a specific intent not to meet the mood of the scenery, meaning like what DJs might be doing. It's like, hey, like, it's a dance club. I need to play music, make people dance. That's a, right. that's, that's a in, in comparison, that's a relatively simple design prompt, if you will, or creative prompt, mm-hmm. creative brief compared to, all right, play me two hours of music that, sound, that sounds like the color red. And that's why I think that, you know, as people start interacting with the brand more, interacting with your company more, there's plenty, plenty of traction and hooks there for people to grab onto to say, okay, I don't, I'm not sure what this is yet, but I just want to keep up with it because the depth of the thinking already is there. So I can feel the ethos as like a consumer. I'm, I'm just tapping in where it's like, okay, like even if R&D quits doing the radio show three years from now, which would be, you know, a sad story or whatever. Maybe you, maybe you stop doing it individually and somebody else does it. And then three years from now, you just pop up and it's like, all right, R&D is now releasing. Wait, they're doing book bags? They did a partnership with Jansport? All right. I guess this is dope. Like, all right. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, yeah. And what's the, what's the company? Uh, you did a partnership with Five Star or Mead? And y'all are making... Yeah. Y'all are making that like, would be crazy. You know what I mean? Like y'all, are, <laughs> like y'all are making notebooks for high schoolers, and each yeah. you know each section in a notebook has like a specific theme based on images they're curated. Like I, I you know I get I get a geek I get geeked about it. You know, it's one of those situations. Where it's like I wish I had that idea, but man, <laughs> nah. But it's um, but again, it comes back to the to the knowledge of growth as a as an adult now where you're like bro every idea ain't meant to be your idea because had that if i'm running that idea and educated guests and doing freelance work and doing what i'm doing like and trying to be a normal human being and like go out to eat bro i would pass away before i even turn 30 like there's no, you know what i mean like it's not gonna happen so right i think i've found more you know as as parents live vicariously through their kids i live vicariously through my friends and like you're one of them, and I say, like, man, I I'm excited of what's to come from from R and D specifically, and it doesn't even matter what it is specifically. It's just I think it's important people understand the ethos. That's why I made you talk about it and bring it up, as opposed to just kind of like letting it linger um, without talking about it. But no, no, no. I appreciate that because, like, bro, like, <laughs> and you know me. I'm struggling with like understanding what that is because like I get so I get so hyped up about it that yeah. I'll talk for ten minutes, but I need to I need to get better at like that thirty second like one minute explanation of what it is. Like I'm currently um I'll just share I don't care I'm currently like building um I'm building like you know the 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 deck for for the company. You know what I'm saying? I got like the skeleton for it. Mm-hmm. Um, have I showed it to you yet? Nah, I got showed it to you. I'll send it to you, but um. I definitely, I, I definitely want your opinion, but um, yeah, just like going through that, and I'm, I'm getting like those. It, it, like I said, like it's, it'll be a year in April, and I'm still trying to understand like where I can take it, where like where it is now, and, and just hoping that people. That's that's like the scary part for me right now. Is like hope people are willing to nerd out as much as I am about this stuff because this is like some really like nerdy geeky, but it's something I've always wanted to do. Mm-hmm. This has been me. 
like, like, cause I, I'm looking for references, like, you know, um, John, Justin Saunders, like, he's a huge influence on me because pretty much like how he set himself up is like, man, how did you do this? And, um, and, 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 and just like turning, turning a mood board and like you said, like a modern art museum into a sustainable, like creative studio. Like that's, that's, and all of us just nerding out, you know, like guys like Tom Sachs and even like Bill Nye is like a huge reference. Bill Nye, yeah. The GOAT. Bill Nye is the GOAT. (laughs) He is the GOAT. Like, let's go on record to say, I didn't realize he was the GOAT. Like he been had a PBS check. Come on, bro. He been doing this. Like if already could somehow, I'm putting this on the air. If already could like, if, if we could figure out a way to do something on PBS, man, I would be. But it's like I haven't PBS had that interaction, bro. They PBS, get, get PBS like get P, PBS Instagram. I don't even know what their Instagram looks like, or if it's popping, <laughs> or if it's popping or not, or if their brand is popping. Bro, I'm about to I'm about to mess around and like you know look that up. But man, it and and, and I haven't had that interaction with you know science or like that nerding out like in, in a long time. You know, like since since he left. Mm-hmm. You know, since he kind of like you know chilled out. Um, and, uh, you know, I, I see this gap, you know, where people kind of, I think that people do want it, um, like, you know, like Pensado's place, you know, like, cause I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't interview if I had to like, you know, if I had to, if I had the opportunity to say, interview somebody from TDE or something like that, I would really want to talk to, uh, Ali. Mm. I would really know, like. Man, so like, what, like, what are you doing to mix? Like, you know, like, I remember that one part, like, at a minute thirty eight seconds, like, where you had like this yeah. alien like kind of voice or whatever. You did this right here. What were you thinking? Like, what yeah, well, like, it's it's like those little details that you know that that kind of like just come in. It's like, man, how did you get those snares to like hit like that? Like, what 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 are you doing? You know, what what's your what's your um what's your vocal chain? Like, you know, um and and Pensado. Pensado plays really dope, you know, and but I, I, I and I want to like kind of like have that 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 air as well, you know. But but bringing in um, the knowledge that you know that I have, like you know, from the the streetwear and the boutique world, mm-hmm. and us being aware, like I, like you're not gonna see Dave wearing, uh, um, you know, a pair pair of cold wall pants. You just not. you know, <laughs> you're just not gonna see it, you know. <laughs> and but you know, and I, and I really want to. I want to have like you know, one of my goals is to like you know talk to uh, somebody. I want to talk to an engineer for like an hour about compression. Yeah, just dig deep on that. Just dig deep, like you know, just that real nerdy thing. And I think that um, you know, and it's just like really getting into education, man. Like just keep just you know hopping back on that, like man. I, I, it's really the education or like the school that, that we never had growing up. Yeah. You know, um, cause there's a lot of, and, there's a lot of uh, surface level opportunity out here to learn. Like there's many Instagram courses and admittedly, like some of, some of what I do through the podcast and like through, um, the, the pop-up schools we've built is surface level based education. Like thinking back to that sneaker design school, you know, it was learn the basics of sneakers I think the one thing that I admire about where you're taking is like, hey, like I'm going, I'm going to assume you're already a nerd about this, and I'm going to, mm-hmm. I'm going to dive as deep as possible for once and for all on this topic, so that you can have a central reference for, you know, the depth of understanding for this. 
because you know one thing I'm weary about with education in the future is that it's gonna be, it's gonna become it's gonna continue to become very transactional. Where you mm-hmm. think about a textbook, you know, a textbook in the future, you know, if they are, still exist in the future in high schools, I think they'll be like 15 pages long, with extreme cross references to other textbooks that are also 15 pages long, and that's sort of what's going on with education right now, where you know, it's just cross-referenced around to like other headlines. And, you know, you might get into the subtext, but really and truly, you're not reading the 20-page chapter on, I don't know, thermodynamics. You're just not, unless you were about to go Bro. B- become, you know, what is unless you're about to go, unless you're a physics major or whatever it may be, like you're not reading that. So it's, it's kind of like this reinvigoration again, with the Asians. And it's like reinvigorating a liberal arts approach to learning and like starting, yeah. starting to think about, you know, how, how does it look to learn for the sake of learning and reminding people that it's not a luxury to learn for the sake of learning. I think a lot of people talk about that where oh, there's articles I've read about it, man. And as you can tell, I, I geek out about the same thing is that I think the name of the article was why ed tech companies fail, why education companies fail. And Mm. it's one of the best articles I've ever read on the topic. And it talks about how middle-class America and lower-class America don't think, and this is obviously generalization and, you know, we're, I'm from a middle-class upbringing too. You know, typically it's understood that someone in rural or suburban, depending on your perspective, uh, parts of the country um, look at education as a cost instead of an investment. Like they they assess the value of education mm-hmm. based on costs, and that's that's why you see people going to state schools as opposed to going out of state and taking on mm-hmm. loans. And it's always going to be that trade off. Likewise, because the ultimate payoff to them is like I just want to get a job so that I can sustain where I'm living right here. So what's the cost of getting a job here versus? the cost of getting, maybe getting a job by going somewhere else. So then there's this other thing of like, okay, so what's the difference between them and some, say someone who went to like Phillips Exeter Academy. I'm just going to use them because it's like one of the only super, super um, exclusive high schools I know of nationwide or whatever, but you go to Phillips Exeter and then you end up having a pipeline directly into Harvard. And because your family is, you know, doesn't qualify for merit-based because Harvard doesn't do merit-based scholarships and you you don't qualify for need-based scholarship because your family has money, but your family's willing to put up the loans and pay whatever amount it is or put up the cash and pay whatever amount it is to go to Harvard because they believe in the value of Harvard long-term. And it's like, there that's, that's what the article is basically talking about. And when mm-hmm. you start getting the nitty-gritty of the day-to-day middle-class person of, hey, well, I'm from... You know, I'm from Birmingham, Alabama. You're from Tallahassee. Where is where does the person who lives in El Paso, Texas, where is it? What about the person who lives in, you know, not Phoenix, Arizona, but Tempe, Arizona, you know, Albuquerque, New Mexico? Like what what's going on with people in these cities who, you know, are seeking sort of education for the sake of education, exploration for the sake of exploration? And how do you write an algorithm almost to point them in that better direction as opposed to the Instagram algorithm, which just points them towards more of the BS that they look at on day to day. So, um, I'm, man, I'm, I'm geeked about it. I'm not, I'm hyped. Yeah, man. It's, um, man, you said a lot just now. And, and I feel like 
that's essentially like where we're both like fighting for in a sense. Um, just because we, we come from those, those, uh, you know, second tier, third tier markets or whatever. And that's something that I always admire about like being in the Whitaker group. Like, to be honest, it's like, you know, they, when we, we target those, uh, markets specifically because, uh, of, of that lack of access, you know, from a, from a retail standpoint. Mm-hmm. And I think that the same model needs to be taken or, you know, from an education standpoint, like there needs to be, and I think that, you know, educated guests is fitting that too. Like, you know, with the pop-up schools and that's what I see for like, you know, long-term I see, you know, you having like, you know, schools set up like in El Paso in Tempe, Arizona, like, you know, in these places. And it's just like, yeah, I got the school over here. Da, 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 da. And then, you know, pretty much you, I, that's what I see, 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 see that happening. And then, you know, we, we thought about it before and then like, you know, you know, I, I would see like R and D's like being like, you know, just like that, that, quote unquote textbook like in there like oh here's here's your encyclopedia you know like here you go mm-hmm. but um yeah man that, that that has to happen because that's what drives me personally like i just keep thinking about like man i know there's another me sitting sitting back in tallahassee somewhere and and he's happened to make like this this huge call like there's no reason why because i had for me personally i had a better deal obviously to stay home than i did to move away from home like I shouldn't, no one should have to move away from where they are if they don't have to, to go get like, you know, a better education. Mm-hmm. Like you shouldn't have to like change states. You shouldn't have to do that. Yeah. It may be just like a, um, a, a, a choice of like, you know, you know, styling wise, like, Oh, maybe you like, maybe you're going for this specific professor or you're going for this one specific program or something like that. But to get to that level, to, to, to have that, that equal opportunity, you shouldn't, you shouldn't have to feel like, man, I got to go. I got to go all the way to New York. I got to go to Parsons. Mm. You know, you know, like there's nothing. I don't even know on top of my head in Florida, something that's rivaling like Parsons. And it may exist, but I just don't know. I don't know about it. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything in Alabama, like on top of my head, that's like rivaling like Parsons or it, like something on, on that level. So it's like, man, like. What do you do? Now you got to like pack up and go and then go in a city like where you by yourself. And that's like a whole, oh, that's I a think. whole mental hurdle that you have to get over because, you know, you and I both had to go through that. Like mm-hmm. that was, that was definitely a tough thing. Like being in, in DC as a, like, you know, young male 18, never been away from home and you don't know nobody. Right. Oh, so, and you just like, at first it sounds cool. Like, Oh, oh man. Okay, cool. Running around. Blah, blah, blah. And then like when real shit start happening, it's like, Oh yeah. man, who uh, are you <laughs> What you at? <laughs> Ma. And then you know you get hit with like you the one that wanted to go there. Oh <laughs> um, man, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. So yeah, bro. Like, um, but not nah, like to, to to go back to that point. Like, I think that um, there needs to be more of a focus on that, like on these uh, on on the second and third tier markets. You know, like the first tier markets are the first tier markets. They're good, you mm-hmm. know. And I think right now what's going on, at least at least for me, like, you know, it, it's, it's just like, you know, leveraging, you know, like you have to go to like these, these still, you know, you don't have to, but it, it's, it's, it's like you keep seeing it. Like, you know, you have to go to these bigger first tier markets, kind of leverage yourself in that situation so you can bring it back. Mm-hmm. To, and then if enough of that is happening at scale, then hopefully we can see some, you know, see some progress, but yeah, man, education right now, that's like a huge, huge thing. And I think that there needs to be a, a, a more of a thought process of like what's available. Like, you know, why couldn't you, 
you know, in middle school, almost choose like your quote unquote major. Like right. it, it could be like, like, could you do that? Like it just needs to be a whole rehaul and a hard stop and just like a reassessment of like how this works. And, you know, I start thinking about my dad at times like this, you know, because, you know, there's something about that quote, like, you know, that well, the answer is money. Now what's your question? <laughs> you know, so it's not even a question of, well, right. Well, why is this happening? Like, we know why it's happening, mm-hmm. but like, how to, how to, like, what do, what do we do about it now? Um, and that's what we're working on, on a day to day. There's a Twitter. Is it, is it, I've been on Twitter a lot lately, bro. It's been actually, is Twitter popping now? Is Twitter popping again? Is that a fact? If you follow the right people, like I'm not really into black Twitter stuff. Like, you know, no offense to what they talk about. I'm black, but I just I get blackness every day. So I'm like, bro, I'm going on Twitter to see <laughs> something different. <laughs> so I go on Twitter and um I follow like a lot of witty marketers and average people in advertising and like strategy, stuff like that. But yeah, it was just hilarious. It was this funny tweet. It was like, uh, what did he say? I'm about to draw a blank. I know I feel it coming. Man, what was the tweet? Ah, <laughs> I'm really upset now, <laughs> and I'll probably, I'll probably <laughs> crop, I'll probably crop it. Yeah, I'll probably crop this out. But man, damn, I I had it, but I lost it. It's, it's gone. It's gone. That just gave me an idea. Like, um, I think I, I like I've I've seen a lot. I've, Twitter has made a comeback. Like, mm-hmm. Twitter has made like a real comeback. Like, I, I hear people talking about it a lot more. Like, it's. It's like almost like the new, not the new, but kind of like almost in the space of what Vine used to like, you know, occupy, like just like funny, yeah. funny. That's what I hear from like my friends, people around me. It's like, oh man, check out this crazy meme that I've seen on, uh, on Twitter. Uh, like Twitter is like sort of go laugh. Yes. Right I, w- I literally have laughed out loud. And I remember what the tweet was. It was like, <laughs> it was from the Democratic debates. And it's like, you know, sometimes I just wish we could unplug America and plug it back in. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> <laughs> I was dying. Bro. I was like, "That's so true." That's exactly how I feel right now about so many things. I'm like, "Bro, this shit, this just ain't working." It's like when your Xbox has the red ring of death, and you're like, "Nah, bro, this ain't happening." Nah, nah, I, it can't be. I don't. I just need to unplug it. Hey, bro, hey, blow, blow on the disc one time. We need to literally, like, we need to blow, blow on the cartridge of America right now, and just be like, "Hey, this is." <laughs> Hey, that's a fact, bro. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, get your look. There's so much going on. It's too. It's so much. You just need to take your like your Hanes white tea that's dirty because you had it on for like two days because you've been at the crib in the summertime playing the game, and you just need to wipe the wipe the other side of the CD disc, put it back in the. You know what I'm saying? Man. Okay. Question. I don't know if we're gonna find out right now, but are 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 we still buying like white teas in bulk? Is that a thing still? Oh, are we going to the gas station still and grabbing white teas? I haven't done in a long time, but I used to grab like a lot of white teas at once. Like I know that you know, like you go to finish line, you get the, the get the five for twenty pack. You know what I'm saying? You talking is about white tea? Un- white is white tea undershirts or white tea overshirts? Overshirts. Oh yeah, I'm I'm off that. <laughs> I haven't <laughs> I haven't pur- I haven't purchased a white tea to wear. Just a blank white because what really started the whole thing is like, and this is this is like the whole Allen Iverson like uh, when they implemented the dress code the NBA, and he was like, "Yo, you're obviously targeting black people because everything on this dress code is what we wear," and with, <laughs> that's the same thing with like clubs. 
it's like clubs started outlawing plain black tees or plain white tees. You can't even walk. And it's not even like clubs, but bars. You can't even walk into some bars with a plain black tee on or a plain white tee. Really? You you remember that? Like, I remember specifically we went to, I won't name the place, but you were with me and we went to, you had come from, you had come from work. I think you were at Man Year at the time or, or social status, one of the two. And you had like an expensive blank white tee on with like some whatever on. And I had like, I had uh, like, what do you call it? Like some athleisure wear. Basically, I've been working all day and we're trying to show up to this thing. It's like an after hours thing, like six or seven o'clock happy hour situation. We get to the door and the, the owner of the place comes around the corner, doesn't say anything to us and then goes back and then has somebody else come and tell us that we can't come in. And I'm like, no, we're on like we're on the list. What are you talking about? Right, right, <laughs> right. So we both know what where that was, but you know, at the end of the day, that's that's another. It's another thing where I don't know. I, I I'm learning to accept both sides of that. You know what I mean? Like the older I get, I I am starting to have more respect for ritual. I think everybody and you know we're kind of way off script, but I think this is the most important stuff too, honestly, because this is just us talking is, you know, I think everybody sort of has this um, ebb and flow of their approach to life. And I think it follows a lot of what um, you find in music too. So music or even like design periods and design. So you have like a post, a, a postmodernist approach. I think everybody is like a, you know, a modernist as they start out, you know, everything needs to be clean lines, nice and neat, the center third, tie on to go to church, shine mm-hmm. your shoes, don't get your shoes dirty. These are your shoes for this whole school year. Don't get them dirty, the center third. And then if, you, if you're anything like us, you have like a, you come around, you like have a, you know, postmodernist, you know, I'm just, I don't even know if it's postmodernist, the art periods always get confused, but basically you have a David Carson approach to how you want to do things where it's like, you know what, I understand what the grid is. And I understand why it's necessary, but I just don't care. So I'm going to have dirty yeah. shoes on. I'm going to not wear a tie. I'm going to have no blazers ever. I'm going to wear a t-shirt and jeans and I'm going to walk into the same bar that you in and I'm going to pay just as much and we're going to be good. And um, I think what I'm kind of returning to now is a decent respect for why modernism is important. And like a little bit of that order, because it brings me a little bit more peace because my mind is racing a lot more now where you're like, you know what? Ties aren't so bad. A suit, mm-hmm. you know, a suit means I don't have to think about what I'm putting on. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like <laughs> a uniform to go to school. I kinda, I wish I had a uniform for work <laughs> so I don't have to think about it. Uniform, uniforms, right? Like I'm like that's uniforms are it. I'm, I'm glad I'm glad that we're talking about this because honestly, bro, like what you're talking about to me sounds like you know when you get to that point, that's like when you're reaching a level of mastery. Like you know what, bro, I could I could tear this whole thing up. I can get fresh and go crazy, mm-hmm. but this time I'm about to do it, and it's the level of like you know, I don't want like you said I don't have, I don't want to think about this. So I'm gonna wear this this tee, these jeans, these sneakers. Not something wear every day. Like, and what what happens if if I was a cartoon character? What would I wear? I know for me, it's a hoodie, <laughs> jeans cuffed up, you know, and some low top sneakers. Yeah, you know, and that's 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 really it. 
and 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 I love like I love a good hoodie, man. And when you get to that point, you know, it's less about. Um, I think there's a level of confidence behind that. Mm. Like when you know, like this is the this is the uniform. This is what I'm wearing. You know, you go pick an ill uniform. The, the uniform gonna be ill. It's still gonna be killing y'all. But it's like, man, I ain't got nothing. To, I don't have to impress y'all with me trying to to come out with like something some brand new pair because my pair that I'm wearing right now y'all still ain't even caught up to that <laughs> like no, come on no flex on <laughs> you know nah, <laughs> that just be just like you know but like I, I I see the you know um and that's 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 another thing too that's been super interested in like just like you um utility companies utilitarian like approaches mm-hmm. you know um I'm I'm looking at like you know electric companies and like transportation companies and i'm like man this is actually like 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 the fire department they might have the best uniform bruh the best the best you know like with the when they going out to go save a fire like those pants that that crop stop it those boots stop it nah, with I'm the not, highlighter i love i love the military uniform like that's when that's why i fell in love with the with the ironically i haven't really bought anything from easy outside of like his his exclusive drops or whatever but um, when he first came out with the military approach, I was like, "Yeah, bro, this is me." Because I always admired, like, you know, I'm into like military. I love studying mm-hmm. all of them and all that stuff. But like the Navy SEAL approach, I'm like, "Bro, y'all, every every movie, not even the movies, but I'll just go through and scroll through what y'all are up to in real life. Y'all look fresh, like y'all look like y'all because like, y'all don't have time to do anything else because y'all are handling real stuff. It's like, bro, like I might have a the beer grown out, <laughs> some Oakley sunglasses with the with the with the cargo pants, with the desert boots <laughs> on, with the you know what I'm saying? It's like, bro, I'm literally out here handling business. I don't have to, I don't know what y'all are talking about. So it's uh it's it's an interesting I I I'm interested to hear what people's feedback is on this episode when it goes when it when it releases because you know I feel like we are towing an interesting line to where we always talk about, we still feel like we're in high school. Like I feel like a high schooler out here. Oh yeah. And I'll have to remind myself to turn up on people on a random basis just to like remind them that like, no, man, I'm no, I'm not a little kid. I know what I'm doing. I know why I'm doing it and you will respect me as such. And I think it's a, it's an interesting line that I don't ever want to like, kind of let go of, right? Like, I, I never want to forget what it's like to be 15, 16, 17, trying to figure it out. And I'll catch myself. I was at, you know, every every time that I hear people who are 16, I mean, last weekend, for example, we met those kids who were like 14, 15 at the, uh, at, at, at the spot. And we were just like, why? Was I like this when I was 15? Because y'all need to step it up. And yeah. you know, I'm trying to be mindful of like, what was I like when I was 15, 16? And also be mindful of like demanding, commanding a better standard of excellence. So basically I get excited to be a dad in the future. Cause I'm like, look, it's going to be the ultimate test of how well I can do that. Can I understand? Mm-hmm. Can I be a player coach without, and still win a championship? Cause there's plenty of player coaches out there that go 0 and 8, 0 and 15, <laughs> 0 and 13, you know, 22 and, and that, whatever they may, might went 20 games the whole season in the NBA and but they cool with everybody on the team so I think it's an interesting balance between being cool with everybody on the team and also like winning yeah 
And 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 that's 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 a hard thing to do because you know some people are receptive to that and and, and some people are not. And it's like what you're saying about like seeing those kids last weekend. It was it was just so interesting. You know, um, I was going like we were we were at like a gaming like you know uh, esports gaming conference, and it was like man, I was talking to my stepdad about it yesterday, and just thinking about like the whole the whole fact that this even exists, and like that's that's a good question of man, was I like this at 14, 15, you know, um, uh, and, and how, how, how does that like, you know, how are you supposed to speak and, and how, how are you supposed to interact? Like when you have two grown men, like in a space asking questions, we probably, we probably low-key scared them or something. Yeah. Like, oh, I got an adult asking me a million <laughs> questions. <Yeah. laughs> and when, but meanwhile, we're trying to learn from them. Right. And it's like a symbiotic like situation. It's like, oh no, you think you need to learn from us? We need to learn from you too. Like, how does this work? You, cause like, you, you got the foam finger on. I didn't, co- I didn't show up with no, no nail yet. I didn't show up with nothing. But buddy who's 15, he got the, he's ready. Foam finger on, you know what I'm saying? The hat, but he got the hoodie on. He know all the players' names. I'm like, bro, like, obviously you have information I don't have. And I still feel right. like a high schooler, period, out here. Like, I literally feel like I'm 16. So let me just talk to you like I would talk to any other person my age who would also be, feel like they're 16. So it's, it's a weird period of time. It's, but it's good that, that, you know, we feel that way because, I mean, that we, we are still learning. Like, it's still curious. And yeah. that's, that's what that means. Like, that, that you're curious and you're still looking to, to find new things and you're still looking to, to put yourself in a, in a student position. And um, that's key because as soon as, bro, as soon as you start thinking that, oh, I know it all and I've, I've learned everything I need to learn, like, that's 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 the, that's the exact moment when you just start to fall off and decline. Yeah, and um, just being open and receptive and, and and knowing that there's something to learn from from each person. I think that there is like this, um, you know, to me that makes me think about like you know ages on on both ends. Mm. Like, oh, are we talking to a fourteen, fifteen? Man, y'all ain't got nothing to tell me, man. Y'all fifteen, y'all don't know nothing. <laughs> talking about <laughs> anybody wearing Louis Vuitton? Man, that brand old. That brand old. <laughs> Every <laughs> old, <laughs> well, they like at the same time, you know, like, um, you know, you know, we get that all the time too. Like, we, 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 the young kids on the block, you know, uh, to, to, you know, the, the 35, 40 year old, mm-hmm. and they looking at us like, oh, that's the young kid. That I'm like, young kid, like, I will dunk on you right now. What are you talking right, about? Right, <laughs> What? Because I'm looking at you like a peer out of eye, but, you know, you got 20 years on me. Put, give me 20 more years to see where we're at. And it's exactly. weird. And it's like, I, it's crazy because, you know, I've, for anybody who's listened to the other episodes that I've had, like, they probably never heard me talk like that. And because most often I'm not in that type of mood until somebody really brings it out of me. I'm like, look, like let's not let's not act like the situation is what it like isn't what it is. Let's not act yeah. like we're standing here eye to eye in the same room, going after the same client, going after the same jobs, going after the same whatever. And you might be twenty years older than me, but every time I ask you a question about X Y Z, you really don't have any specific advice to give me about how to get wherever I'm trying to go because you I'm not even trying to be you. I think that's the interesting thing is that we're now reaching a point where advice is kind of obsolete at a broad mm-hmm. at a broad stroke because i think we're seeing that look 
why would I take advice from people I'm not trying to trade pay- places with? Like, why would I? It's like, right. why would I, I can get training advice from my trainer who who is obviously more swole than me, but I would never yeah. ask my trainer advice on how to how to invest if I know I'm if I exactly know how much money I'm paying him and how much money he charges. And every every training right. session, he telling me, bro, I'm just trying to get my money up, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm gonna be straight one day. I'm gonna be straight. And then when I tell him about my investment account, he's trying to give me some advice. And I start spazzing on him. He starts spazzing back. <laughs> nah, it's like... <laughs> <laughs> and, I, bro, and you know what's even worse, bro? Like, it, what's even worse is that you go, go to somebody like that, that for, the, for the exact thing, like in that field that you need. Yeah. And they try, to, they try to fund you in that situation too. Like they try to like, or they try to like derail you from what you want. Like, it's like you, you go into a... Um, you know, you going to ask like you know, going on to order some food at a restaurant. And you're like, oh man, I want I want a uh, steak medium rare mm-hmm. like this with potatoes cut like this. And like, oh no, nah, you you don't need to do all that. Like it's 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 the same steak. Just just get it like this. And it's like, no, bro. No. Like I had a I had somebody tell me like I was trying to go to like talk to somebody at a bank. You know what I'm saying? Because you know how we talked about like you know holding companies and parent companies. Yeah. So I'm like, look, what I need to do to set my situation up in that way. Yeah. You know, meanwhile, they're trying to tell me, oh, you don't need to do that yet. Da, 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 da. I'm like, no, I know I need to do that because I'm going to get there at some point. Yeah. Whether it's not today, I need to understand how this works now so I'm not scrambling when the time comes and I'm trying to separate all this stuff. Tell me how to do this. Don't tell, like, I already know. Like, it's like, you can't order for me. Like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <Right>. So, <laughs> this is my order. Like, Tell, I know you know. Just tell me what I need to know. Right. Like, stop trying to give me advice. If I came to you about this, that means that I've done the research already. And if, if I'm talking to the 18, 19, 20-year-olds, anybody's listening, man, like, bro, a lot of this stuff that, that, that we ask about, we can go look it up. It's a matter of, okay, I know that I can't do this myself, maybe either legally or by, uh, you know, just by sheer amount of time and just by it just like just being more effective with my time. Yeah. So, you know, man, yo, demand that that hey, no, I've done my research. I know I know how this I know what's supposed to happen, you know, but I just need you to execute it. You know, art direct your business, man. Like that's like that's like you going to the graphic designer and the graphic designer like, you know, like, yo, I need you to make it like this. Blah, blah, blah. I know it can be done because I have done my I like, you know, I do this. Yeah. So then the graphic is going to come to you and tell you like, oh, well, no, actually, you know, you don't need to do all that. You can just do it like, no, no, <laughs> no, <laughs> like, like, this, I, this way, <laughs> this way. So yeah, man. And, and, and I, I just, I just, yeah, I don't know how we got on that, but I just want to send it out loud on record. Nah, for real. That's, that's, I feel like the last 20 minutes of this conversation is just getting thoughts on record because 20 years from now, I'm, I look at these episodes and these interviews as a public documentation of a uh, as a cartographer, as a, as a person, as a person map, ma- making a map as they are traveling along the, along the journey. And you yeah, know, one thing that you don't see outside of like photos are like the daily meditations, the weekly meditations, the you know the monthly meditations of of yay when he's like making five beats a day for three summers. Mm. So I feel like these three oh, like an audio snapshot. Yeah. 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 So it's like, Hey, yo, like here, here's what, 
this is why I continue to do these episodes and like why I continue to like ramp up with the, how many, how often it comes out, how many people, the specific people I'm interviewing, because, you know, when, when, when our day comes, where it's, where it's the end. And if we have, if we're gracious enough or if we're grateful enough, if we're fortunate enough rather to reflect on our time, then we only have a little bit of time to say like, did I leave something behind that, you know, people can know where I was at mentally at every, every given point. That's why you go back and listen to the episode three of this whole thing. And you'll be like, what was he talking about? That's why I leave it up mm-hmm. there. You know, I don't even know if episode three is there, but I know episode five, six, seven and such and such is there. So when you go and listen back and you're like, Ugh, <laughs> why is that? <laughs> what does this have to do with what he's doing now? Like, you know, it's showing it's showing the the vulnerability or at least like the journey to show that like, no, like the reps have been put in. And, you know, I think that when we're 40, what we've been talking about for the for the for the last 25, 35 minutes to just be there for people to listen to. It's like, oh wow, like these are these two dudes that like were just on a random, a random day, they were talking for like an hour and a half. This is yeah. the, this is the key. You know, they might be 17, they might be 25 at the time, they'd be 30 or whatever. They go back and listen. It's like, man, these dudes are 60 now. And it's just sitting, <laughs> it's just sitting out there in the ethos. And I think that's why I kind of like want to pause and like take a moment for that to just kind of resonate for both of us and you know for the people listening. Um and my question to kind of wrap things up, I always ask people is, you know, what coaching advice would you give to the 17-year-old version of yourself? volume and just just keep keep putting keep putting more stuff out and just creating that work ethic i think that um i had a i had a a deep fear of being judged for my work um and then this time i was like uh i was really focused on like making music and you know um I think that it, it slowed me down a lot because I was just so afraid of like, you know, putting anything out and people judging my work or whatever the case may be. And then it not being what I saw in my head. And what I would say now was just like, you know, believe and trust in your ideas and really just put in the work and, and create a body, create a body of work. Because I think that that's, what's going to be meaningful to me when I'm 80 mm. is to just seeing the body of work, you know? Um, and, I've realized that nothing gives me satisfaction like executing an idea. I will go broke for that. I will go into debt for that. I will spend any amount of money on that. I don't care at all. And uh, knowing that now, you know, just, just creating that body of work because that's, that's what it's all about. And then, you know, we talk about the through lines that when you see that through line, like, and it, and it helps you divulge and figure out who you are as a person. Like, what is it that I'm trying to say via sound, via uh, uh, words, via, via photography, um, color, shape, um, all those things, and find yourself through that. Learn and be comfortable to find yourself through that. Uh, yeah, that's, 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 that's what I would give. That's what I would give. It's a perfect ending. Anything else you want to share with people in terms of shameless plugs? Um, yeah, research and development, 
uh, it's at research development underscore where we're, we're, we're making more episodes. Um, and I just want to, uh, I just want to say thank you, man, more than anything, just like for, for the sit down. Um, I'm not good at the, 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 the promotion part. It's not really my thing, <laughs> yeah. but, um, yeah, I, I just want to, I'd appreciate like, you know, just having this opportunity to talk, you know, my main thing, the marketing is just, you know, I'm trying to get to, to you know, I know we talked about yay like a thousand times, but you know, I just want to get to that point where, you know, my marketing style, man, is, is, is me just doing things, Yeah. you know, just me, just me continuously being, being active and me continuously working. Um, if you find out about the, if you find out about R and D, you find out about R and D, you know, and if you want to go take a look, you go take a look. You know, I think you should. Um, but yeah, I, I, I want to tell everybody, man, that, you know, I appreciate the time. I appreciate you as a friend. And I, I definitely, um, I'm optimistic about where the world is going in terms of art and design. And I, I'm optimistic about people um, having more access and being able to, you know, sit from the clean water fountain kind of Hopefully you enjoyed that, man. That is actually what we talk about a whole lot. So really and truly, if you were listening all the way through, you just heard a normal phone conversation that we have on a regular basis. You know, I think there's power, there's multiple, there's, there, there's power, there's energy in friendships like that. And I understand if you're in one of these second tier cities or third tier city, I understand that there might not be other people around you who are into the same stuff you're into. So that's why this community is here. And if you want to stay more plugged into the community, just go ahead and subscribe. Do a couple of things. Subscribe to our email list, educated-guest.com. And it's just once a month. I might ramp it up a little bit later, but right now, just kind of keeping it easy, giving a monthly recap of everything that's going on in the community. Um, a couple of the cool ideas. Just go ahead and plug in with us on Instagram, educated at educated underscore underscore yes, two underscores. And um, if you want, if you want to talk, I'm always open. Just shoot me a DM at Justin McEldery on, on IG, and also shoot me a DM there, and we can talk on email if you want. I'll give you my email there. So I'm really, really excited about what's ahead for the rest of 2020, and as we approach more and more episodes there'll be more cool things going on so that said i hope you enjoyed this i hope you feel inspired i hope you feel energized i hope you feel ready to live your life and ready to go out there and accomplish your goals accomplish your dreams and understand that sometimes accomplishing the goal and the dream is simply to do simply to be in the process of doing so let's just remember that as we go forward have a good weekend